welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual player game design podcast. I am your host, Jessica Crimes, she, her, and we've got a bit of a unusual episode today in that I have ousted the entirety of our cast and brought in some different cooler people from Heaven on Games. Let's hand it over to the designer of the game that we're going to be playing today, Caleb, if you would care to introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Caleb Stokes of Heaven on Games. Uh, I'm the designer of Phase Anatomy, a melodramatic medical mystery RPG, and uh, apparently a podcast scab. Um, did they try and unionize Jess? Are you? Are you? <laughs> is management those filthy podcasters to know their place? Um, yeah. <laughs> and joining us to play this game today as well, we have Ross, who you will remember from. The Witcher Honey Heist hack, which has since been rebranded to avoid legal issues. <laughs> Hello, Russ. Hey, it, it's Russ Payton, uh, and I'm here to play Phase Anatomy, and I'm very excited to do this because it's a very fun game. And making their more like guidelines debut, we are also joined by Baz. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> A person of uh, no real uh, consequence, just here for the fun. Oh, that's true. It's the best way to live. (laughs) Although I sincerely doubt it's the case. Well, I, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to promote here, so. You're a frequent guest on Hebanon Games Open Design. Yes. And co-GM. Yeah. Truth. So, today, I am really quite excited. We're going to be playing a game called Phase Anatomy a melodramatic medical mystery RPG. Uh, Caleb, would you like to give us a little bit more information about Phase Anatomy and what we can expect today? Yeah, so Phase Anatomy is a RPG that is uh, GM-less and diceless that uh, is meant to emulate medical procedural shows. So um, I'm certain Australia has corollaries, but in the US it would be ER, House, uh, Grey's Anatomy, you know, where hyper-competent, sexy young doctors save lives in between having the personal lives more befitting of a reality TV character than a real human being. Um, So we wanted to emulate that genre. Um, The problem is most people don't have a medical degree and doctors are paid to punch up those scripts. Um, So what we do instead is we're going to make up a bunch of supernatural bullshit and just say it like we mean it. Um, so in phase anatomy, all diseases of our, are of supernatural origin, um, meaning that half of the disease is from just wackety, smackety do, uh, mythology, fantasy nonsense. And half of the disease is an actual infectious or genetic or anatomical condition. Um, and when you start the game, you combine, uh, two D 100s and you create your supernatural disease and that gives the patient, who will be me today, uh, a bunch of symptoms that I must roleplay in order for the providers, all of you lovely young care providers, uh, to save my life by making a diagnosis and figure out, figuring out which of the 10,000 possible diseases in the game I have and curing it. You heard that right, dearest listener. 10,000 <laughs> possible diseases. <laughs> Well, it, the Kickstarter's up. We we could have expansions as stretch goals, but 10,000 for right now. Um, oh, just in case 10,000 isn't enough for anyone, you know? You don't yes. want to run out. Don't want to run out of diseases, no. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I, for one, am keen to get started. How do we do that? Well, uh, Burke and Brownie Davis have been kind enough to code a wonderful website for the game. Uh, and we are going to test that today. So uh, you've all got your links. Um, so I will just go ahead and read my page, and we'll go through character creation so everyone can see how it works. Okay. Uh, so here's what my page reads as the patient. Uh, you are feeling ill and have gone into the hospital for a checkup. In this world, all diseases have supernatural elements, making them extra dangerous, but they're all curable. However, your providers have to diagnose you in time to save you. Give your patient a name and a basic physical description. Uh, so my character's name is going to be uh, Wendy Zephyr. She is a uh, nine-year-old precocious uh, girl detective. Um, okay. that, that will be my patient today. Uh, when providers talk to you, they will ask you to perform actions on your screen. This is what I'm reading as the patient. Press the appropriate button and follow the instructions. Uh, remember, while you don't know what you have and can't describe your symptoms by name, you can only win the game if you interact with your providers in such a way that they can diagnose your illness. Uh, when you're ready, click the button and fill in your intake information. So uh, I've generated my intake information. Now, this website um, is meant to work in the maximum number of places, so it's not data-based. Um, so we do have to actually have to have some communication on the front end. Um, so. I need to inform you, my providers, to enter the following information. Um, uh, the number 10, and then the number 40, in that order, and then the date, 6-10-2021. Okay, I have an oath in front of me. Yes, uh, so uh, we're ready to go. The, the website just gave me a disease, and I have it now. Um, I know that feeling. Yeah. It's way too much. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I will just be pressing buttons and it will be telling me what to do next as forms of role playing prompts. Um, so for now, you guys need to make a character. Um, so the easiest way to make characters is on your website page, you should have uh, the um, ability to roll specializations. Uh, can you see that part? If not, I can share my screen and show it to you. I'm just reading the site, getting my uh, bearings. I understand, yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. Uh, so I have a super specialization and a natural specialization. Yeah. So, uh, Ross, would you care to make your character first so we could see how it's done? Uh, let's see here. My name uh, is Dr. Danger. Uh, well, Archibald Danger. Okay. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. And then, are we talking about the specialties? Uh, yeah, what are your specializations? Uh, alchemical uh, primary care physician. Okay. So the only rule is we try not to repeat because we want a diverse uh, cast of characters. So um, you you will have the alchemical specialization and the primary care physician. So an alchemical PCP, um, which sounds like it'd be a hell of a Friday night. Um, <laughs> but um, those are two one-time use powers, because that's how specialization works. They either give you a unique power that only your character can do, because uh, it's like part of their very personality, or it gives them a one-time use power that cuts through the logic puzzle. Uh, so who would like to go next? I would. Oh, please go oh, ahead. Oh, oh, by all means, go ahead. Sorry. 
Uh, yeah, if you don't mind. I would yeah. very much like to be a time surgeon. <laughs> because, come on, who doesn't want to be a time surgeon? <laughs> yeah, that's great. What's your time surgeon's name? Uh, her name is... Let's see. It is Dr. Metallic Flex. Metallic. Dr. Flex. First name Metallic. Hell yes. Is there some sort of like cable from X Men cyber arm involved? Because that's totally cool. Imagine I'm going to stumble into something like that later. God knows where this character is going. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Baz, who are you playing? I'm Dr. Brock Broccoli, a shamanic anesthesiologist. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, All right. So uh, once you have all of that finished, you need to start filling in your uh, associates. So um, these have no mechanical basis, except that when you are calling uh, dramatic scenes, uh, it kind of helps you get an idea of the social landscape you're in at the hospital. Um, so there is, uh, your rival. Who do you love to hate at work? There is your bestie, uh, who is your friend and the person who gets you through a long shift. And then there is your crush. And that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, non-consensual crushes are okay. If everyone involved agrees, it's just a story and they're fine with it because I mean, that's a love triangle and what's a medical drama without a love triangle. But Um, If you don't want to do that, you could just do consensual crushes only. Uh, But basically, you're naming members of the other cast that uh, fulfill those roles for your character. To clarify, I assume you mean uh, non-consensual, in-character, consensual, out-of-character amongst players. But Dr. Broccoli's in love with Dr. Danger. You know what I mean? That would be what I... Yeah, it's uh, non-returned, not not pervy. I yeah. have a system question. High school stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I never thought of before. Um, mm-hmm. You have Caleb. But is it permissible to have a crush on the patient? Uh, probably not. But uh, I would say that more for campaign play. The patient yeah, is wondering. nine, we've established. Yeah, the patient's nine this time. He oh, was yeah. to that in your direction. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. heard, I'm aware of that. I was just—it was just like a, a rules thing that I was curious about because I thought about that the other day. That if a player were to fall in love with their patient, yeah, I mean that's something that happens in every late season when sweeps are up for a medical. <laughs> you got to have one of the doctors come down with a disease, and then it's you got to save the team. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Who would like to suggest a relationship first? Let's see. Oh, also, can we use uh, an NPC for one of ours since there's three players, and but we have three slots? So. Certainly, I have to yeah. fill in gaps of the cast. So um, yeah. torture me with whatever you want to make me try and role play. Okay, uh, so you monster. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll uh, say then my my uh, crush then is Nurse Black's Quartz Sphinx. Uh, just <laughs> so so mysterious and. Uh, uh, I, I, I just want to know more about them. And who doesn't? Everybody wants yeah, to. Yeah, who, who doesn't want to know about the nurse that's a floating stone obelisk <laughs> that goes down the hallway? Sphinx, thank you. Obelisk. Uh, <laughs> their, their dad is an obelisk. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, cool. What else? You can make up a character or, or mention one of the other characters in the cast. 
Let's see. Uh, I can't tell actually, if I would love or hate Dr. Broccoli. I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my, my, I want my uh, uh, rival to be Dr. Broccoli. It is a funny name to shake your fist at the sky and scream. Yeah. Broccoli! Um, yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, how about Metallic Flex? I think I would like to have uh, Dr. Danger as a rival. Oh, no. That nice. feels... That feels like that's going to go somewhere, I'm sure. Okay, so, because uh, I was thinking to have Dr. Flex as my bestie, so it could be like a one-sided thing where I, I think you're my friend and you're just in the like annoyed. And uh, because I'm trying to <laughs> get your advice to help me get with Nurse Blackheart's Sphinx, and uh, because it's time, Sergi, you'd probably know the future of what, what, the, what, uh, what the nurse is going to be doing. So, like, give me advice to impress them. And so, uh, and you're just, oh, God. Wait, wait, shut up. Something like that. That works like for that. me, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if 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 you guys are good with that to get started, uh, we're we're ready to go. You've you've done you've done all the rules. We're out of we're out of rules. So um, I should have a rival, a crush, and a bestie. Yes. Okay. Or you can fill them in as the game starts. You don't have to. Um, do them all at one time. It's just to help with role-playing later. Perfect. I'm going to leave the other two blank for now until it bubbles up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no one cares who my relationships are. No. <laughs> What's your relationship, Dr. Broccoli? I, I, too, have a crush on Nurse Sphinx making Dr. Danger my rival. Oh. <laughs> in that case, if you two are involved in a love triangle and Danger is my rival... I feel like Dr. Broccoli should be my bestie. Oh. I put you as my bestie. Yeah, well, that's one-sided, I'm afraid. Yeah, now it's Sorry. now it's uh, Shakespearean. Now, <laughs> got bad advice flowing through Flex to Sabbath. Man, Cyrano's going to show up next. Oh, no. Probably a, I don't know, orderly? I don't know what his job would be. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, we're, we're ready to start. <laughs> EMT, yeah. <laughs> He into your nose and throat. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a big sinus guy. That would make sense. Um, Cool. So the way the game works is that you have your specializations, which are those one-time use powers I mentioned. Um, You also have an expertise point. Um, So when you spend your expertise, uh, that is going to allow you to take an expertise action. Do you see that point on your character sheet on the screen there? Your list of expertise actions? Um, those are all the things you can do. So those are going to move you through the plot of the game uh, and give you more information you can use to solve the logic puzzle. So there's diagnose, which would be role-playing, uh, meaning we can have a scene between your character and Wendy Zephyr in which uh, we're trying to communicate what symptom uh, she is suffering from. Uh, you can test, so many of the symptoms will repeat across the DSMMM, which is the giant catalog of uh, symptoms that you can use to figure out which specific d- disease the character has. Uh, and the only way to determine between um, is the fever because of pyrokinesis or an infection is to do a test, um, which would make it a certainty. Um, and then you've got treat, which would let the character last longer before their condition gets worse. 
Um, you could do uh, curing uh, if you know what it is, but don't cure if you just think you know what it is, because that will make things uh, way worse. Um, so yeah, anything you would do to manipulate the puzzle uh, is going to be in your expertise actions. Anything you're going to do to just like skip a level in the puzzle would be in your specializations because it's a powerful one-time move. And then uh, lastly, when you're out of expertise, you are burned out. And at that point, you have to call for medical drama. And that is you doing ridiculous soap opera things with your fellow castmates uh, to uh, refill your verb for life, uh, regain an expertise point, and get back in there and solve the case. Um, so that is the game of phase anatomy. We will just take turns. You'll call for an either an expertise spend, a specialization spend, or, uh, you'll call for medical drama with the other providers. So you can gain back some expertise, uh, for the price of role-playing a fun little scene. Um, and then I will occasionally interrupt as the patient sabotaging my own healthcare. Cause that is another oh, weird, that's another weird rule of medical dramas is that the, the person you're going to have to fight hardest to save uh the life from is me because we have casting budgets and it's easier than having uh disjointed viruses be the bad guys um so yeah that that's it we're ready to go perfect in that case we will be back momentarily and welcome back so we have a patient to save uh yeah thank you uh so the way the game starts is uh we call it the calm before the storm uh so we take turns and you describe how your doctors start a day before going in for a hectic shift at hippo of crates general uh the medical center in which you are all employed as a diagnostic team um so dr broccoli how do you start a day uh, of healing uh, first I am, uh, a group of orderlies come to remove me from the outdoor garden because Dr. Broccoli is a sentient giant stock of broccoli. <laughs> Fair they, enough. They place me in a steamer bag in a large microwave, microwave me up, and I become, uh, self-aware. <laughs> nice. Uh, do, are you, are you sort of born with the lab coat or is that a post? No, as I, as I, Come out of a steaming microwave. The orderly placed the lab coat around me. Oh yeah, it's, it's like a morning shower. Okay. Yeah, it's a morning ritual. Actually, people will come from across the state just to watch it take place because of how uh, wonderful it is. To <laughs> yeah, there's polite clapping in the garden party. I uh, am returned. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doctor Broccoli's ready for work. Uh, Doctor Metallic Flex, time surgeon. Dr. Flex is starting her day the same way she starts every day, by threatening and punching a clock. Look at me, you twelve-numbered fuck. You're not going to run out on me today. Not again. I'm your master and you will obey. We're getting through this and we're not losing anyone. Not like last time. Dramatic pause. Gentle hand touched the cheek. Regain composure. (laughs) Apologize to everyone else in the staff room. <laughs> we now cut to see our have been there the entire time. <laughs> Zoom out. Uh yeah, nurse uh floating black sphinx uh takes the clock into the destroyed clock pile. <laughs> <laughs> out out back behind the hospital. Uh uh and finally, what are you doing, uh, doctor? 
so we see a uh, massive medieval alchemical laboratory deep in a dungeon somewhere. Um, there are things fluttering about at the edge, lit by candlelight uh, only. Um, but then a, uh, a horrible uh, abomination of a creature uh, brings a, a cup of coffee, a Garfield cup of coffee, uh, and says, "It is time." It's like, oh, 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 shoot! Oh, uh, do I look good? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, downs a, a potion of uh, uh, fresh shower, uh, and suddenly uh, uh, Doctor Danger has been showered. Uh, uh, takes the coffee mug and races up a, a set of winding stone stairs, uh, going through an elaborate dungeon uh, landscape. Uh, before finally coming to a blank wall, pressing a, a button uh, uh, that looks like a stone, uh, and then the uh, uh, the wall flips out to reveal that he's in a hospital corridor. Uh, uh, I imagine that whole thing to the theme song from uh, Saved by the Bell. I just want you oh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you skateboarding through the castle hallways. <laughs> uh, drinking your coffee. Uh, all right. Um, so we have the briefing. Uh, all of you meet in a uh, totally drab conference room with a scrying whiteboard uh, that has your day's assignment on there. Um, one uh, Wendy Zephyr, uh, who is a local uh, girl detective slash PI uh, and precocious wonder genius child, um, has come in recently um, complaining of. Uh, a problem with her uh, ability to gain clients. Oh. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So at this at this point, the game opens up, and uh, we can spin specializations. You can talk to each other about where you want to start in character, or you could uh, just get in there for an expertise action. Whatever you want. Uh. So. Normally, the the best way has been to just start with diagnosing, um, because that'll give us we'll, uh, uh, the patient can role play some of their symptoms, and we can sort of guess which one they're trying to role play as. So uh, one of us could I, I would suggest we start that, uh, but as, as the whole point is kind of a charade sort of thing of like figuring out what their. Uh, what 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 of the symptoms uh, in the categories, both super and natural, are they trying to role play as? Yeah. Um, so, uh, just do you see the DSM uh, link up there? Yeah, I've got that open. Yeah. Uh, so you can search for a symptom in there, and it'll pop up everything that has that symptom in the name. Um, okay. I just can't say that word uh, because that represents the fact that I am a, a hard bitten nine year old PI and not a trained medical professional. Um, so I'm going to have trouble expressing myself in such a way as to give you the exact recognizable symptom. But um, that's how you search for things. Uh, so, yeah. Um, does somebody want to have a diagnose scene and show him how it's done? Um, require an expertise. Yeah, I mean, I, I can go first. Uh, so, yeah, I, I will walk in there and... Uh, hello, uh, Doctor, or I mean, sorry, Detective Zephyr. Um, uh, how how are you feeling? You're from them, aren't you? The um, cartel. I'm I'm sorry. Look, Doc, I gotta get on these mean streets. The 
the grime, the corruption, it's taken over. The people need somebody on their side, and they can't trust me because I keep on sounding like a snake. And I, uh, I don't know why. It's probably a trick. I think it's down in Brulio. Yeah. Oh yeah, that uh, that is a uh, boy. That's a uh, huh. I took yeah. down his lemonade stand, money laundering for the organization. You haven't been uh, wandering. <laughs> Oh, okay. You haven't been wandering through any uh, abandoned uh, toxic waste dump sites, have you? No, no. Just warehouses and dingy alleys where the okay. indigent and unloved go. Uh, Lots of black uh, mold in those. The blackened uh, arteries of the black city's heart. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, okay. Really gotta right. get back to work. It's, it's well, well, well we, we gotta run some tests first, so we'll, uh, I'll, I'll consult with my colleagues. Um, so right. she takes out a cigarette. <laughs> oh no, 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 not, not you need a medically graded cigarette. That's we here. Well, I'll get, I'll get a sterile one, uh, from the, the closet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nurse Black Sphinx actually rolls into the room and, uh, a portal opens in time and space in which a medical grade cigarette falls out. Yeah. It oh, then okay. recedes with a, ominous humming sound that makes the walls vibrate slightly. Uh, uh, hello, nurse. G- 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 goodbye, nurse. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's very funny. Uh, but uh, well, I'm sure you're busy. Okay. Um, <sighs> she doesn't even notice you. <laughs> like, uh, Alright, so that's what you know from the diagnose scene. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can re- reconfirm with your uh, provider team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if you look under super uh, natural, they're under the monstrous category. They're, the sign is hissing. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so you could try and do the test for uh, monstrous and use your expertise for that. People can also use specializations. It just depends on what yours mm-hmm. says. It should tell you what your power does. So. Now I get any information on what the um, conditions progression limit means, because that affects my specialization. Uh, as, as a uh, time surgeon, you can see the future. So um, there are six conditions. They're the same six conditions you have in any hospital, healthy, good, fair, serious, critical, and deceased. Um, so you uh, move through those, but the the amount of space, the amount of turns between healthy and good, good and fair, that is randomized. And most of the time, you don't know how much time you have left before the condition gets worse. Um, but as a time doctor, you know. Um, so in two more turns, uh, uh, Miss Zephyr's condition will go from healthy to good, which is a decrease. Yeah. Okay. And that was uh, two more turns. Uh, yes, and you always can ask that. That's, your, that's one of your time powers. You don't have to use that once. Yeah. You okay. always know how much long longer the progression is left. So, uh, yeah, um, I imagine when the initial uh, diagnosis meeting there was just wrapping up, Doctor Metallic Flex was finishing digging up a time capsule that she buried, which contained this information on this patient's specific progression limit. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. Uh, they're all over the grounds. Uh, it is very dangerous to take a walk around Hippo of Crates Hospital. It is like moles. 
Just time capsule holes all over the place. Yeah. As soon as you finish treating a patient, you bury the time capsule with the progression information, and then you dig it up a few years in the future ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there is a very, very put-upon janitor uh, and groundskeeper <laughs> for Hippo of Crates General. Uh, all right. Uh, what's next? You you have one suspicion, but you need more information. Okay. Would it be a bit early to try running a test then? Is there any limit on the number of tests we can run outside of the progression limit? No, it just costs an expertise. Okay, so and what it says... Which test do you want to run? I'd like to run the thing test. Is that also what I'd be thinking of? Changeling test from DS9. I don't know if that's a reference. Uh, I haven't seen so, the thing in a while. Uh, after the do no harm oath, uh, mm-hmm. first the safety rule, the second oath is you're a doctor, damn it. It's whatever the hell you say it is. Okay. Uh, if a cat scan means rubbing a cat on somebody, that's how it works, and it gets results. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, I would like to perform the thing test. Um, yeah, I'm going to find poor, poor innocent little Wendy Zephyr. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, walk in backwards through the door getting ready to do this entire test in reverse chronological order. Thankfully, very, very good at speaking backwards forwards. <laughs> oh, yes. Good afternoon, Wendy. Hey, Duck. I have a very simple test that we are going to be running today. It is called the Think Test. I do not believe you will be familiar with it. It is one of our more... Hey, I'm pretty smart, Duck. Methods. Okay. Just because I didn't simple. go to your fancy schools. Just raised on the streets. Yeah. Wendy. She's just noiring. Yeah. Look me in the eye <laughs> and tell okay. me, what is this thing? And uh, Dr. Flex will hold up a sausage. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now you need to go to that part of the DSM and you can test for it. Okay. So, I don't know if the test is accurate or not, because I don't know what I have. Uh, You'll have to go on your sheet and test for the thing test. Uh, I will test super. Test succeeded. I assume that means that... So what does a positive positive. thing test look like? You're the doctor. You would know. Uh, So what is this thing? And hold up, for example, a sausage. Uh, The hissing grows more intense. It's, It's... uh, it sounds like an, uh, a bad movie sound effect. I'm basically uh, just trying to get the patient to say as many S's as possible by pointing oh, at different yeah, no, things with S's crazy. in them. It's, it's definitely positive for the thing test. Uh, Wendy, okay. holds, Wendy cutely holds her hand in front of her mouth as if she just uh, uttered a little burp. But it was actually a hellish hissing screech. Not <laughs> like some sort of snake god. Um, yeah. So that's definitely a positive for monstrous. You've discovered the category. Good work, Dr. Flex. Excellent. Okay. (laughs) Uh, In that case, without another word, Dr. Flex is just going to leave the room and pass this information on. (laughs) Presumably just leaving Wendy. Is it like Tenet? Are you just rewound out of the room? Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of um, a lot of backwards walking and gently distorted, reversed backwards speak with Metallic at any one time. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. Uh, all right, that would have spent your expertise. So now mm-hmm. you and Doctor Danger are burned out. 
Uh, yes. But uh, Dr. Broccoli still has some expertise left. So, uh, Well, both of my abilities are a little more mid to late game abilities. So I think I will just go to an expertise. I'm going to consult my deity. Ooh, okay. Uh, so that is where you need help. So you need help with the prob- problem? You need advice? Well, yes, you could just uh, diagnose, too. But, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm yeah. fine. What's your deity? Who, what What is uh, Doctor Broccoli worship? Uh, the all powerful green giant, <laughs> <laughs> known for his humor. All right. Uh, describe how you summon. So a large sentient stock of broccoli in a doctor's coat shambles into the room. Uh, hello, Dr. Danger. What is the problem here? You don't know, <laughs> do you? Of course you don't know. I will <laughs> ask my god. As a shaman, I can communicate with the spirits. <laughs> I place a bunch of um, candles around in the room. Uh, mm-hmm. having the, well, I have the orderlies do it because I don't have hands. Uh, <laughs> yes, position them like this. Light the candles, please. <laughs> And I just start. Uh, I start chanting uh, nonsense. Uh, yeah, a giant uh, beanstalk that eventually bifurcates into the shape of a man uh, goes shooting through the roof. Well, and, it actually uh, comes out of the patient too. Like the stock <laughs> oh, shoots okay. out of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's just uh, yeah. Uh, Miss Zephyr's taking a nap, and there's just a giant fifty foot tree man jutting out of her. Hello. The intones, yeah. What's uh, what seems to be wrong with this poor child? You must first pay the price. Uh, an uh, another orderly. Uh no nonsense. Yeah, uh, you must pay the price. Uh, I'm testing out new material. Oh, okay. <laughs> For my jolly green show. All right, lay it on me. You must go to Nurse Floating Black Sphinx and tell her this joke. What's more amazing than a talking dog? What is the answer? A spelling bee. <laughs> and that's why I come to you. You're uh, such take a... notes. I have open night Friday. Yeah, and like service, I will diagnose the child. Like I said, I'll totally try and make it to that one. She must believe the joke came from you. It only works that way. Nurse, Nurse Sphinx. Uh, yeah, he turns into leaves and uh, dwindles away on the wind. Yeah. Um, so that's your price for your deity. Your deity will provide you one diagnosed uh, element of the disease. Uh, if you ask that, if you ask uh, Nurse Floating Black Sphinx that joke and say it's from you, but that's not going to be great for your crush. It's not. It's not a very good joke. It's. It's. 
he's a god of fecundity and 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 plants. It's it's open mic is going to be rough on him. Yeah. <laughs> Very dad joke aesthetic there, I guess. I may have uh, turned on a generator. Uh but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Okay, that is a, a spent expertise. Uh, the patient's condition has gone down by one to good. This <gasps> feels like it should be more concerning than it sounds. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now, all of you, I believe, are out of expertise. So unless mm-hmm. you have some medical drama, you are just too burned out by the life of a hard-bitten medical professional to continue on. Uh, you're you're going to have to have some personal drama to get through it. I think that in the true spirit of your classic medical dramas, the looming dread of having to go tell your crush a dodge like a, a not great joke is a suitable cliffhanger for us to wrap up an episode on. <laughs> oh my god! What will Nurse Floating Black Sphinx think? Uh, next time on... Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, next time on More Like Guidelines. First, though, I believe we probably all have some stuff to plug. Uh, Caleb, would you like to start off by telling us where we can find Phase Anatomy now that every single one of our listeners wants to play it? I know our audience, trust me. Uh, well, we will be on Kickstarter until June 28th, um, and we have already met our first... Five stretch goals, I believe. Uh, so um, join now. Um, it is POD for everyone who backs. So uh, every time we get more backers, the book gets better and it gets better for everybody. So, uh, and we'd love to have you on. If you want to see, uh, if you can't just wait for the next episode of Guidelines, there's also free on YouTube a uh, full playthrough of Phase Anatomy with uh, Greg Stolze and a bunch of other wonderful um, freelancers that work on the game. Uh, and that is free on YouTube. So that's where you could try before you buy, so to speak. Perfect. Uh, and Caleb, is there anything else you would like to point our dearest listener towards? Uh, yeah, I'm on Patreon for Heaven on Games. Uh, I am also on Patreon as Delta Green Dead Channels. And I'm also on Patreon as The Mix Six. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Hebanon G Cal. Links, as ever, are in the description. Uh, how about yourself, Ross? Uh, hey, it's Russ Payton with Roleplaying Bubble Radio. Uh, do a tabletop RPG podcast and RPP actual play, which is actual play uh, RPGs. Uh, I have, I'm also on the Mix 6 with Caleb. And uh, you can learn more about uh, RPPR at patreon.com slash PR. Uh, and I also do a Vaporwave and Dark Ambient Haunted Music Review podcast called Night Clerk Radio. I'm just learning of this, but this is exactly yeah. my jam. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. Uh, Vaporwave is a perfect music style, and everyone should listen to it. And how about yourself, Baz? You can uh, catch me on Twitch under the name Future Wolfington. I play video games and ramble while I do so. I, um, as usual, will be plugging The Carving Bones. Go check it out. Epistolary Horror. You've heard me talk about it a hundred times, but right now we're getting into the heady heights of act two it's getting real gay it's getting real spooky it's getting everything you're after trust me check it out at thecarvingbones.com you can support more like guidelines on patreon at the friend or enemy tier patreon.com slash don't hurt birds link again in the description 
where you can get extended cuts of uh, quite a lot of our episodes. Most recently, we had an extended cut of In the Town, In the Valley, In the Day and the Night, which I played with Casimir. And uh, yeah, that is where our patrons can hear the little side drama of the ant that got onto Cass's keyboard and distracted us both entirely for the duration of the recording. We also have things like character sheets, bonus material, early access to exclusive one-shot games. Take a look. That is going to be all from us this week. Join us next Sunday to wrap up this medical mystery. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us to all of our guests there, to Ross, to Caleb, and to Baz. Bye. Bye.